Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Jones Underground Podcast. Today I am your host, Shell, and I am here with my lovely husband, Mr. Jones. I'm here again. <laughs> so guys, we are here with another episode. We're excited. It's been a minute. Um, today we're going to cover a couple of things. Babe, you want to go ahead and kind of tune them in on what we're going to cover? So we're going to talk about the new Marvel shows, What If. We're going to give our first impressions of Shang-Chi, um, our <laughs> new favorite Marvel superhero. Right, right. Um, next up, we have a certified lover boy. <laughs> Champagne, poetry, and poppy, and all the other good stuff uh, he's doing. Yeah. Drake's new album, Our Thoughts. Uh-huh. And then we're going to give our impressions and thoughts on the hashtag crate challenges. <laughs> you will fall. Your whole family's going to fall. Your whole family. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go ahead and start with What If. So, What If is a series that is now on Disney. And it basically covers what, you know, it gives you like the, um, it poses the question, what if so what if this particular thing took place or what if iron man didn't die now i'm not saying that that's one of them but i am giving you an example of what that is so there so far there's been is it four four episodes there's been four episodes so far i would have to say my favorite episode is what if t'challa was star lord so I, I, I'm sorry, I'm big Black Panther fan, a big Chadwick Boseman fan, and because he his voice was even featured on that, it was just so good to hear his voice again, you know, um, as some would say from the grave, but no, <laughs> but it was good to kind of hear him again in his element, and oh my God, the episode though, Wow. <laughs> Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Wow. Yeah. But I will say that, yeah, number two was definitely an episode to watch. Yeah. These episodes are not just 15-minute segues or they're not just, you know, little day or taking times to put fully fleshed stories right. into each one. Each one is like half of a movie. Right, it, it is. <laughs> and the one with Doctor Strange, the last one, it gives you a really hard peek into mm -hmm. the direction that Marvel's going into the multiverse. Right, So, right. And I really do appreciate them taking the time to do that because, once again, Marvel is on the roll right now. They are. I know a lot of people didn't like WandaVision or Winter Soldier. We did. But the way they went with Loki and my man Nate the Conqueror. <laughs> <laughs> I can call him Nate the Conqueror. Nate the Conqueror. Nate the Conqueror. Conqueror. But you know but. what? I will pause right here on that because while I did like Winter, I like Winter Soldier. You know, it had a lot of exciting parts. It doesn't stand up against WandaVision and Loki. Eh, no, I don't think so. Um, but I do, I will say that each uh, show has added to the buildup of what is to come in Marvel. Um, I'm excited about it because a lot of it is even leading up to what we've got. Spider-Man. Uh, Shang, no uh, um, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. That just came out. It, yeah. And now they've the next to come out is Spider-Man. 
So, I believe so. Spider-Man, and then after Spider-Man is... No, no, no. Doctor Strange is... Uh, no, I think it's Eternals then Spider-Man. Yeah, Eternals is coming yeah, out after Spider-Man. They come out, yeah. So, just leading up to that is just super exciting. Now, I gotta take a minute because, you know, this movie, Shang-Chi, we just saw this weekend, and we're not gonna spoil it, but... I. When I tell you guys, awesome movie, I definitely give it a solid, me personally, I'm going to give it a solid, I'm going to give it a nine. I know the, you know, we were talking about this. I, I'm going to give it a nine. Um, and I give it a nine because it definitely, it had humor and also with the humor, it was it was not over the top, but they had really good quality players in the movie uh, characters. Um, I, I love the fact we went and saw what was the other movie? Um, Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes, and it was just a complete letdown. Now I'm not comparing it to Marvel because it doesn't compare at all, but. We had expected to have more action. And I remember being in the movie saying, oh, yeah, Snake Eyes is going to be good. And I remember saying that Shang-Chi was, I'm like, oh, it's like a kid thing. It's not going to be that. It's like kid friendly. So it's not going to be that uh, in tune when it comes to the martial arts and everything like that. And I was wrong. I'm just going to say I was wrong. Well, I'm going to say that Shang-Chi... <laughs> If you like kung fu fight movies, if you are a big fan of the uh, Bruce Lee, uh, Jet right. Lee fight movies, right, right, um, even some of the old school Shaolin type of movies, Crouching Tiger, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Dragon had a little bit of this in there, but this movie had a little bit of something in there for you and i know a lot of people are like oh man this is like agent appropriation on steroids they really did do what they could to sink different parts of that culture into this movie which was good and then they did not neglect that a lot of asians are american right now and right, right. they did have that side covered but i am going to say that when I saw the movie, I knew that my son definitely was going to be mad because we that we saw it. Because it was one of those things where our church people were inviting us. Yeah. We came out because I'm like, hey, they're going out. We can fellowship with them. And yeah. Some we of the went and we saw the movie. Yeah. We was all in their eyes. We were just like, wow. Mind blown. But they also, while they were doing all of that, they even made sure to stick to the timeline of Marvel Universe and what's going on. When I say it closely, oh, it closely follows everything. And we're not going to go, I'm going to stop myself. But, you know, I just, so what is your score? You didn't say anything. Uh, I gave it an 8 out of 10, a solid 8 out of 10, because once again, there were a couple of the movies where, you know, it was more over the top. But I like the fact that they, you know, just a little bit of that plot armor in there. I'm not going to give it away, but I am going to say that for the from the time that movie starts to the time that movie's end, there is action going on. Well, I will, I, I would, I still give it a nine. I probably wouldn't have gave it eight. 
But then again, this is also coming from somebody that said that uh, WandaVision was better than Loki. And personally, yeah, I'm putting it out there. Because um. personally, I think that Loki was hands down better than, than WandaVision. And the only reason, now don't get me wrong, WandaVision was amazing. But WandaVision had a slower build. And I think that it lost some people because they just was like, come on, get to it. But but it was it was important that they were slow because you had to sort of understand how she was developing everything. So go ahead. I'm gonna say that in WandaVision, we had an idea who the bad guys were earlier on. Right. And Loki, we didn't know who was doing what. You couldn't trust nobody. Okay, so that's true. I was gonna I thought you were gonna say we didn't know who the bad guys were, but the truth of the matter We knew that hey, eventually the good we guys knew Loki that we were taught that we got a mischief. Right. We, so we knew something. <laughs> right, but we knew that the guys that were supposed to be doing the good wound up being the guys that were working for the bad guy. But, but the thing about Loki, the reason why I thought Loki was a, a little bit better and you know than than WandaVision in its own right is because Loki got right to it. Like you turned on the first episode and was like, Oh my gosh. You know, and I don't know about you, but I was like, and and it didn't just stop there. It was on point. It, like, literally kept you hanging every single episode. Like, you didn't have an episode where you were, like, kind of like, huh? Or, well, the what? Issue, but also the issue is, I'm not afraid of Loki. I know Loki, you know, has some, some growing, some character development to do, stuff like that. I'm not worried about Loki. <laughs> Wanda, on the other hand, WandaVision, uh, Miss Maximoff over there, I don't want to mess with Maximoff. I don't want to be taken to the sunken place. <laughs> <laughs> she, did, she she put everybody in the sunken uh, place. She really and, did. I mean, technically, <laughs> wow, I didn't think of it like that. Technically, she really did. <laughs> I don't want to go there. She then wow. she, Before she left, she was like, yeah, you Agatha. <laughs> right. I'm gonna you put know, you back back here. So so yeah. So we that was a little bit of a side note, but it just lets you know, like even what happened in WandaVision still connects with what's going on in Loki. Still connects or what went on in Loki, and is connecting to this new movie, Shang Chi. And when I tell you the movie is good from literally. From start to finish, it oh, is. It's a good movie. It is good. It is worth it's the money. Movie. We if are I'm, literally going. We're taking the kids. If I'm telling you, <laughs> if I'm telling you something's an eight, that means it's really good. It's like a ten on everybody else's scale. But oh my goodness, he's a harsh scorer. <laughs> I, I scored these. I scored these dudes kind of tough, man. But so, but we're taking the kids this weekend. Um, so, and we're we're definitely willing to pay to see it a second time and pay full price just because it, it's literally worth it, you know? But moving on from that. Let's, let's talk about your favorite artist, Drake, Drizzy. Yeah. <laughs> he dropped a new album, Certified Lover Boy. <laughs> he, well, what he, can we say about he, him? He too sexy for this beef he got with Kanye. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he's I. What I love about Drake is he seems like I've seen him 
on he's been on Saturday Night Live. He's been on, um, you know, some other you know comedy special like type shows. And I like that he has a sense of humor. Um, as a person, he has a sense of humor. But um, it definitely comes out through that song, <laughs> "Too Sexy," whatever. Oh yeah. Um, but I I like that he doesn't mind showing that sense of humor. Um, but on a real note, talk, let's talk about the CD. Um, now this is, I went back today and I listened to Poppy's Home. Uh-huh. Uh, I listened to that track a little bit and. There are certain tracks in this album where he's definitely taking pot shots at certain people in the industry. Where he's doing everything but naming certain people, but he's basically putting their business out about how they basically outed him about his son. Uh And I guess he got a bone to pick with some people about that information getting out. And some of that was coming through in some of these tracks that I listen to today, but I ain't want to get too deep into it. I think, um, for this to be like the, uh, you know, he hasn't had a CD in a a little minute now. Since January. Um, so, well, that I, but, uh, not something like this. This is a little different. Now, this is 18 tracks. So, right. Now, we, didn't listen to the whole thing. We listened to about half of it. But what I will say is there are at least three songs that I listen to. And I'm one of those people, if I'm listening to rap, I, I want to hear something that has a message. I'm not really into the whole mumble rap, you know, get on a track and every five minutes say, I, 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 and I'm just, you know... <laughs> Or, you know, I just, you know, it was some of that on this, though. It was, but again, does it appeal to me per se? No. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I don't like it at all. Like, some stuff isn't like a good energy song, but I'm just, for the most part, I really like the message. So, um, there were about three songs on there that I thought stood out to me. Um, one in particular was called Fair Trade. And um, basically, it talks about having your, you know, finding your own peace, protecting your peace. At and the expense of some of these At the expense of relationships and people and, and everything. And, and the truth of the matter is, is, you know, he had one part, he was like, hey, you know, I lost a lot of friends. He was like, but if I gained my own peace, to lose them, then it was a fair trade. And I really liked it because we're now in a time where a lot of people are realizing that they're wasting a lot of energy on people that are are peace stealers. You know, you find yourself trying to keep up, and this is what he even said in the, in one of the songs. He was, well, in this one, you know, talking about all these people that came in and out of his life that were there, that were either there one minute and gone the next minute and then back in their life again. And, you know, you get to a point and you can tell that there's maturity in his life that, you know, maybe him having a son has matured him to a degree where he is now starting to see, okay, I don't want this. This is not okay no more. 
You know what I'm saying? And if I got to lose you to be able to have peace in my life, to be able to be cool, then so be it. And I love that. I love it. Well, I'm going to say that I like a lot of what Drake was rapping about. The problem that I have with Certified Lover Boy is just that um, it's got ways, it's got a lot of features on it. And the features, yeah. and I don't, I'm not knocking a lot of the artists. You know, he had all love that Jay-Z was on there, and, and I'm okay with Jay-Z. Uh, he had one with Travis Scott that was pretty decent. Um, In the Bible was a really good track. I could listen to that because, you know, I just like the message in there. But mm-hmm, the problem yeah. that I have with it is when you have a lot of the younger guys rapping on your stuff and you're the OG, it doesn't really mix when you're 42, but you got a 20-year-old mumbling in his feature. Yeah, it's off. It, it's, it's, it throws, it throws it's, me off a little like, bit. Huh? It, huh? Like, it makes me want to skip half your song to yeah. get to the parts that I like. But even with that, and I know features is a big deal. People make money off the features and... Right. All this stuff, but if I buying Drake's album, I want to listen to Drake. I don't want to listen to a hundred features. I feel yeah. the same way about Kanye's album. I want to listen to everybody and grandma rapping on your album. Yeah, the, the I only guess person I feel that you. I say the features really came through for is Nas on his album, where the features were like from Lauryn Hill to almost yeah. everybody that yeah. was on his. They they yeah they was yeah. on point. They was on task. That was really and then good, it yeah. wasn't so feature heavy. Every yeah, song, yeah. but then this situation was every song that you heard yeah. from his album that everybody thought was hot had a feature sitting on it. Yeah, well, you know there was one feature that, and the feature on it was I guess it was Jay Z. That that one was actually nice, you know. The yeah, but, song. The, but the reason but, why because they're both older. Right, they're, they're both mature. Older in the game, right? If you if you got you if it's Drake and you got a younger dude that's just getting right. in the game, right? right. He's hot, but you know, it. Mm-hmm. I know they want younger kids to listen to the album or buy the album and stuff like that. But when you're an old head and I'm like 10, yeah. 15 percent ready to give up on rap right now. I mean, I get you. I I understand what you're saying. It's almost like a, a good example of that. It's like you watching your favorite show on TV and then all of a sudden the commercial comes on and it's just like the longest, most annoying commercial. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. And it's like and if the commercial is about like activity or something. You know No, you you know what happens. You be watching Sports Center, you be into the highlights and then they put that the show did you suffer from menopause? <laughs> you go to the bathroom. Yeah, right. Or or right. you know, like, you know, are you having bowel issues? No, you I do understand time? like if you got like a Viagra crush or something in there, I understand it because oh, there's a bunch of old guys watching it. Stop it. But no, but when you got the whole you got the tampon commercial in the middle of the game. <laughs> like how much money y'all getting paid, man, but Oh my God! But that's how it. a lot of these features came off to me. But I agree. And I like Drake spitting real stuff. Then these young dudes come in, blah 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 blah. <laughs> Drake, yeah, like, I'm on. Now don't get me wrong. <laughs> I will say this: like I agree with him on the stead of yeah, you know, people are wanting a CD that has you on it. They want to hear you. You are the artist. Let's hear what you have to say. But at the same time. I do know that features 
you know, people put features on uh, people, you know, they feature people on their CDs, but it's at the end of the day, it's a money thing, you know, and sometimes people are wanting to put their friends on, you know, hey, I'll put you on a track because they know, okay, if it has Drake on it, it's going to make some money. And we so, know it's Drake and because because I look at it this way. I could name three albums that came out this year that's better than the one Drake released. Right. You know, uh, right. Um, J. Cole. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nas' album. Right. Uh, we're big fans of a lot of the lo-fi, a lot of the younger Eminem. guys, but I'm just talking about rap albums. Eminem's playlist, Songs to Get Murdered By. Songs to Get Murdered By. That's, that's <laughs> another, you know... It had a bunch of fire tracks and it had a lot of, it had a B-side on it. Yeah. But that's my whole point of saying like, you know, I'm not knocking Drake. It's cool. It's a cool listen, but it's not something I'm like, ooh, this is classic. Yeah. It's not classic hip hop, if you ask me. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't think so either. And I think but, they get a lot of sampling. Whoever did this, whoever produced this, yeah, they, they, did. they did a lot of... He did sampling. They, he did. Sago, Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson. All yeah, these um, guys' stuff was on her being sampled and sped and slowed down. And he actually up. had another sample of R. Kelly's song too. Man. Um. But but at the same time, did you see what I'm saying though? Yeah. Stop. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I certainly agree with that. But even um on the other note, you know. Uh, Kanye came out with a CD. We're actually not going to go into that because uh, I have cut off Kanye for years now and I have not returned back to him. So uh, We only listen to old Kanye. We listen to old Kanye and that's it, you know. Um, So so we can continue beyond that. So let's go into the last segment of uh, the podcast. So, guys... This, these crate challenges have started, and for some reason, somebody, somewhere, I don't know where they were, maybe they were taking off some milk crates, uh, taking milk crates into schools, preparing for the, school, the kids to go back, and then they were stacking them outside and decided, hey, man, we got to wait here, so why don't we just go ahead and see if... You know, we can walk up these crates. I don't know. I don't know if maybe some some homeless people were in an alley one day and decided they wanted to have a little fun and walk up these. I don't know where it started. And frankly, it doesn't matter. We're in a pandemic. And people are losing their minds. Well, first, <laughs> let, first let's let's With talk about the two. Challenges. Let's talk about the two different kinds of crate challenges. <laughs> They're the ones where they were in backyards or big fields where they had the radio there DJing, whatever big parties and gatherings. Oh. Which once again, people be safe. I heard. Please, you know, Delta is out there, and who knows his brother Gamma, whoever else is going to be Hulk. Um, yeah. COVID gonna be coming through soon. Right. But um, number one, be safe. And two, so they had the ones that were in big gatherings. Those the falls weren't so bad, but then they had the ones where they were setting them up on sidewalks or behind people's work. Oh <laughs> and God. those are the ones where you saw people breaking their arms and legs on. Right, like snapping. And it wasn't and, just and it wasn't. Some of these were not sensible people. Were 
Like some of the ones that yeah, they had like regular people just out here, yeah, like, was partying, jumping up and down on the crates, fine. Yeah, yeah. But then they had ones where they had somebody you knew this person is straight up on drugs, they homeless, right? And I don't know how what they offered to get them to go on there, and then they showed them literally had their ankles broken, one of them had their arm broken, they arm oh my bones God, sticking it's through, dangling, and it's just you know it's crazy because it's like. Come on, y'all. First of all, half these people... Let me stop myself. It looks as though half these people were not even going to work. It was just like people were just literally just hanging out mask-free in these fields with these crates. And they just breaking their necks. And I was look, y'all. Don't hurt yourself. Don't... Don't... Get well, out here. They're probably over it now, but my whole point and, is... And, no, they probably still doing it. they doing doing... People trying to get money. Anytime you put a money, a money stamp on anything, people are going to flock to it because in their minds, they're going to they're gonna think that they can do it. Like that one lady, she was like really big. And oh my goodness. They she, knew what was She stepped happen. on one crate and the crate was... The crate was breaking. And so, don't get me wrong. I, I, hey, I'm a big woman. I'm not going to say, you know, that you can't do what everybody else does. If you want to, go for it. No, but I was listening to but, somebody <laughs> ask a professional athlete, <laughs> will he go up and down on crates? Like, what we, do you have to pay him to do that? And he said he would need $1.5 million cash to go to even try to attempt it. Because he's like, it's just that when they're in grass, all grass ain't cut even. And that can right. affect the way those, the um, um, crates wobble when you walk up and down on them. Right. Because the, the crates are like real. When you're trying to step and walk across the crate, because my man would tell you, when we was young trying to cut them in the basketball hoops, man, it was like no mercy trying to cut the things off and cut the uh -huh. whole middle part out of them. So I can imagine that you in the crate where it's like you on top of a crate where the bottom is starting to flex in and bend in. But when you fall and you hit the sharp edge of a crate, it's oh, showing man. no mercy. It just, I, it's the shock, the, no mercy. the pain that just went through me just thinking about it. I saw some people and you knew they was breaking their back off, just breaking it. You know, and I just, you know, <laughs> I just... Y'all, be, be careful out and here. Then, I know. And then when the people fall, ain't nobody calling trying to see if No, everybody's going, ooh. People are running them off their phone like, no, they're taking videos. No. They're not calling the police or calling the, the ambulance. ambulance. They ain't I mean, nobody. You know, but but even with that being the case, you know, it, I will say it was a little satisfying, you know, to kind of laugh at it. It gave a lot of humor. But I'm gonna tell y'all, look, uh, don't, don't, please don't. And I never knew that never crates knew. can be so dangerous that somebody yeah, would take yeah. something as innocent as a milk crate that you see in school with all these. <laughs> oh my goodness! And they would say, "We gonna find some way, yeah, to, to turn this into a situation." But I will say this because I've asked you this before. I'll take the, uh, so which one is more dangerous? 
You said a Bill Cray challenge or a silhouette challenge is earlier. Which oh one? my goodness. Which we've one? had we've had this conversation. Personally between the milk the, the Cray challenge and the silhouette. I just wanna see if she switched up because no. see, my whole thing is People were losing their life. People were in the hospital. People did not people die. Were, not one person died from the Cray was, Challenge. People was, people was losing families. The kids <laughs> were wondering where daddy was when they got home. <laughs> that is like... <laughs> it's like dude come home to school. They were starting school. They came home. Where's dad? So uh, no. The milk crate's gone. Uh, no. I'm not... <laughs> no. First of all... People, nobody died from the milk crate, the the crate challenge. So stop it. Now people, I'm sorry they died inside. <laughs> yeah, they did. But <laughs> so here's my here's my my reasoning. I feel like the the silhouette challenge is worse than and it can be worse in some regards than the crate challenge. And here's why I say that. Because you had a lot of people trying to be really raunchy and and stuff. They Some people were trying to be... There were some people that actually wore clothes. But then you had some people that were literally trying to be quite ratchet with the silhouette challenge. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be naked. I'm going to just show my butt and stuff. And the thing is, is it's like, people don't realize, look, you... While it's while it's fun to sort of step out of the box and do something and try to do something that's different, at the end of the day, a damaged character is harder to replace than a broken arm. See, you know what I'm saying? No, listen, listen to my reasoning. <laughs> because the thing is, is now don't get me wrong. There were couples out there that did it together, husband and wife, and what? I thought thought that was really cute. You know, it was cute. But even then, like, you know, outside of that, you know, outside of those type of things, you know, you got to take in my, into consideration. There was a lot of people that weren't, you know, husband and wife that were doing it by themselves, but they were being very, very, very um, extra with it. So what I'm saying is, is like, you know, in some regards, yes. It can be a, a damaged character can be worse than a broken arm because that's, if you think about it, yeah, that arm is broken, but typically in some, in most cases, they reset it. You were a cast for a little bit. Eventually, you may heal, but you may have some bruising. You may hurt a little bit, but a damaged character, you know, I even, I even heard with the the silhouette challenge that. You know, some people, their jobs are finding these things online. And you get fired from a job if they think that what you're doing is uh, indecent. But let me but let me just say this. And I'm I, I'm, I'm going to get on the, uh, the soapbox for just a minute while she was just on hers. I was on mine. We just watched a fight over the summer where Conor McGregor basically got his leg snapped in half. One of the most gruesome injuries that you can see in the cage happen to this man. And he fighting what? For the money he got millions of dollars, we don't need to see that. We just watched these people break arms and legs, bones sticking out of them on some of these challenges. And that's more acceptable 
than somebody's nipple showing on their Instagram feed. Like, y'all would... Y'all, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just let me say this. People would rather sit here and watch somebody in the movie kill, stab, and murder a First of people. all, we're not talking about kill, stab, hold and up, murder. Now you're taking it hold up. I'm just saying. Far. I'm just saying. We're talking about somebody that decided, first of all, some crazy person that decided I'm going to walk up some things. I Oh, I can walk up these crates and not fall down. Watch me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that Step right out of a goofy movie. So we would watch somebody. We, so it's more acceptable to watch somebody. I didn't say it's acceptable. It's more acceptable to watch somebody get owned by a bunch of humble milk crates than to watch somebody, because if, to watch somebody jiggling on the silhouette challenge. No, I'm talking about the long-term effects. I'm talking about long-term effects of, of certain things. Now, I'm not saying that everybody gets affected by the silhouette challenge, but I am saying that you have to be mindful what you put out there. And, like, especially people that are wanting to go into corporate jobs, corporate jobs will fire you. If they see stuff like that out there, I mean, Denise, what's her name? Uh, what's her name? Denise Williams or whatever her name is. She was in a, in a pageant. And she had... She posed. Now, she wasn't in some of the things. Vanessa, Vanessa Williams. Williams. I think I said Denise she Williams. Posed she, she, was, she posed. She posed. She posed in, in a magazine. Now, yeah, it was something she did years ago. But guess what? Even though it was years ago, did it damage her in in that moment? Yes, it did. And the thing is, it's like, people, you could go ahead and put that stuff out there. But just be mindful that if you put it out there, you can't get it back. Like, and if you're the type of person that is trying to achieve a lot as far as I want to climb the, the, the corporate ladder, some corporate people ain't playing that. And I, you will get fired. And, up, and, but, and but you just, can have a... But let, me, but let me just say this. I'll let you rock. Go ahead, rock. Let me just rock with it. Because my whole thing is this. Which one is more dangerous? Me seeing somebody be somewhat near lewd on their Instagram... Or me being inspired to do a TikTok video, trying to walk over a mountain of milk crates and falling. Initially, and it's, up in the hospital. initially, yes, the milk crates are would be more dangerous. But I'm talking about, I'm talking about when we're looking at both of these challenges. <laughs> stop, because now you you laughing like something's funny. But they both have their withdraw their their issues. They both have. Their um, pros and cons, you know and what? the crate challenge, the 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 con. There actually the pro is that hey, it provided laughter to people. People like to see people do stupid stuff and hurt themselves. So yeah, it provided laughter, but at the same time, it caught it caused people to break arms and limbs. You know, so what? we're gonna ask that we're gonna ask social media. <laughs> We're gonna put we're gonna put it on social media and oh let you guys figure it out because I don't wanna argue over it. We're not gonna argue and we're not arguing right now. No, because so, I don't wanna so debate it. I like, wanna let them decide. We, we can let you guys decide. So you guys can tell us, you know, which one do you think has worse lasting effects? Uh falling off a crate, 
it breaking something. No, which or, challenge was worse? The silhouette challenges or... And you know people are initially going to say that the silhouette the challenge, challenges. oh, you really couldn't see anything because it was all red and this and that and blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about, but you know what? I'll let y'all... We ain't trying to see nothing. But you know what? Yes, you are. Yeah, you actually are. People that are watching the silhouette challenges are trying to see something. You're not like... Oh, I want to support this. I want to support this body that I can't see a face to. I want to support them dance sexually. I want to support they do it. Though. Do they show their face before they do it? Yeah, not all of them. Most of them do. Okay, well, some do. The whole point is they in a robe in one second. Oh, so so now they're saying they're saying. Oh, I want to show you my face. Oh, and I want you to imagine me this way. No, it's, it's, no, uh-uh, no. And we're going to... Oh, gonna, my goodness. I'm going to let you alone. I'm going to let you alone. Because, see, she's triggered now, though. I, I'm about to, and I don't want to get shot. <laughs> Y'all, I need to handle something real quick. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, we'd like doesn't... to thank you for tuning in again. We love you guys so much for listening to us and... Why she's reaching for a gun. Oh my gosh. Y'all, we just, again, yeah. I'm going to take this other dub and we're going to call it a night. We, we thank y'all again for tuning in to the Underground Podcast. Uh, we try to have fun. We It's all in fun. But, uh, but again, we do appreciate you all, all our listeners. Um, tune in. We will be doing another uh, episode soon. Uh, we're going to cover some other topics. Um, we hopefully will be able to talk a little bit more about what if. So, um, anything else you got to say? Yeah, they got a new episode coming out every week, so we yeah. should be able to do something. Tune uh, in. What if, you guys? Definitely send those ratings up. All right. Well, let's all right. <laughs> all right. Good night. Thank you for He's listening. He's still laughing, y'all, and it's not funny. <laughs> all right. Good night, people. Have a good night, y'all.